Should Dwight Howard be the Lakers' starting center after his dominant performance that helped propel the Lakers to their big blowout victory against the Sacramento Kings the other night? That is the topic on everyone's mind and definitely on my mind. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, the best co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, I feel like this Lakers starting center has been a topic that we've just been discussing over and over and over again. There have been so many names thrown in the mix from Anthony Davis, of course, to DeAndre Jordan, to LeBron James just last week, and now Dwight Howard. But, you know, honestly, I think Dwight Howard should be the Lakers starting center. We said this at the beginning of the year that we thought he should be. But, Dad, what are you thinking about this? Hannah, I think in order to address this question, there's a few layers to it. I think we have to start from the beginning. Over the summer, when LeBron James and Anthony Davis met with Russell Westbrook, apparently Anthony Davis told Russell Westbrook that he was willing to play center, something he had always resisted over time, because it would open up. He would, he would be far away from the basket. It would open up the middle for LeBron James and Russell Westbrook to drive to the basket And that supposedly would allow Russell Westbrook to thrive. But Hannah, as we've discussed as the season has unfolded, I just don't think that lineup has looked very good. Because Anthony Davis stays way away from the basket. He misses a lot of outside shots. And when he does, the Lakers are often playing with four guards, you know, and there's no one to get a rebound. So the rebounding, we've been killed on the boards most of the games. I just think there's no choice, given how small we are overall as a team with nine guards, and most of those guards being, you know, 6'1", 6'2", 6'3". I just don't think we have the size. We don't have Kyle Kuzma and Markeith Morris at 6'8", you know, who have some length. We don't have that anymore. So I think we need either Dwight Howard or DeAndre Jordan to be the center. And Hannah, from the very beginning, I have said Dwight Howard. Yeah, I completely agree with you. You know, Frank Vogel is obsessed with this, you know, lineup that features three. Now we're even seeing four guards in it. And personally for me, I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, I think maybe against certain teams, other smaller teams in the league, it could work. But I definitely don't want to see LeBron James playing center. You know, I think Anthony Davis playing that five for us at times could definitely work. But I think to start, you know, I think we've got to have another big in there. You know, I know a lot of people, you know, we kind of go back and forth between DJ and Dwight Howard. But you know, DeAndre has been pretty good for us this season. Uh, he's, you know, been able to rebound the ball. And, you know, he gets his dunks. He gets his points, a couple points a game. But I just think looking, uh, comparing the two, I think it's got to be Dwight Howard, Dad. I mean, I just, when Dwight gets the minutes, he always delivers, in my opinion. He always brings that energy. He always brings that toughness. He wants to win. And I just think the energy that he brings um into the lineup whenever he gets the minutes is something that we just can't ignore at this point. Yeah, Hannah, again, without, you know, a Markeith Morris or a Kyle Kuzma and their length that you can go to on a regular basis, with all these, you know, 6'2", 6'3", guards, I I just don't think there's a choice. I don't think AD can be the only guy up front. You know, when he's back on defense, they draw him out. And then the basket is wide open because you've got some guard trying to guard the rim. It it just doesn't work. Maybe if we had a different roster with more wing players, you know, but but not this roster. So either DeAndre Jordan or Dwight Howard has to be in there most of the time, in my view. And again, 
I think it ought to be Dwight Howard. Yeah, I completely completely agree with you. And, you know, obviously things can change when we have Kendrick Nunn and Trevor Ariza come back, especially Ariza. You know, he's more of that wing uh, guard. But still, I think right now, I think Dwight starting for us is, is the best case scenario for the Lakers. You know, Dad, you mentioned uh, the rebounds and how we've just been getting killed on the boards all season long. You know, this past win against the Sacramento Kings was one of the very few games that we actually um, out-rebounded the Kings. And the big part of that was due to Dwight. You know, he had 12 points and 13 rebounds and then also defensively we have not played well defensively this season at all but what we saw in that second half of the Kings game was the Lakers really buckled down on defense and dad Dwight was the guy leading the way for us yeah I mean I think it was very important I, it, it really drove me insane that Dwight Howard was playing literally 10 11 12 minutes a game you can't really contribute all that much in such a short period of time. But when he played 35 minutes, I mean, not only was that shocking given, you know, how he'd been used this year. Remember, Hannah, the game before, he was out of the rotation. He was on the bench. He didn't play at all. So he went from not playing at all and being out of the rotation to playing 35 minutes a game and doing very well. But therein lies the problem with Frank Vogel. He just can't make up who he ever uh, his mind who he wants to play. So he shuffles guys in and out. I mean, it used to be, at least for most of the first quarter, the starters played. But now, after three or four minutes, he starts shuttling guys in and out. And we have 10 guys playing in the first quarter now, back and forth. It's it's just, it's a mess. He's got to figure out who are the best five guys to have on the court, and they got to be on the court. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And, you know, obviously, I think Vogel's decision-making this season and, you know, last season has not been the best. But also, um, if I'm going to play devil's advocate, we do have to, you know, admit the Lakers' injuries have been just completely completely really taken a turn for the worse. You know, we've just, we haven't been fully healthy. We've never seen this team fully healthy. Just seems like we're kind of snake bitten. There's one injury after another. And, you know, Dad, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was this news that now LeBron, uh, you know, who has COVID, is going to be out indefinitely. Now, as far as we know, he's asymptomatic. But, I mean, Dad, it's looking like it's going to be at least a 10-day, probably most likely two-week quarantine. So, again, that's another big blow to this Lakers team because we've had so many injuries. We just can't get any consistency in the rotations and the lineups in part because we just can't stay healthy. And it seems like whenever we start to, you know, take a step forward, we take three steps back. And, of course, losing LeBron is a big blow to this team. But, Dad, I will say... Obviously, I never want to see LeBron out for an extended period of time. If we're going to win a championship, LeBron's got to be on the floor with us leading the way. But I do kind of like seeing some of the other guys step up because when LeBron's not able to play, it really forces other guys. If we're going to get, if we have any chance of winning a basketball game, other guys are going to have to step up and contribute. And dad, whenever we have had these good games without LeBron, we have seen guys like Malik Monk, you know, Wayne Ellington the other night. We saw THT back a couple weeks ago do it. Other guys really step up. And I think that moving forward, that's important that we really give these other guys some time to play to get their confidence going because the end of the day it's going to take the entire team to really be able to uh contribute if we're going to want to win an nba championship this season yeah hannah it's just really really hard you know it's hard to it's always hard to play with LeBron James because he's so dominant and the entire game revolves around him. And and sometimes it's quite an adjustment for players to try to figure out how they can fit in. But, you know, the truth of the matter is LeBron's basically been gone this season so far. I mean, you can't really count on him. He's been out, you know, over half the season. He's going to be out for the next couple of weeks, most likely. 
they got to learn to win without him, and that requires other people to step up. But the reason that's kind of fun, Hannah, is whereas guys like Malik Monk and Wayne Ellington and THT, when LeBron James is there and the other two superstars are there, it's all about them, and there's really no room for anybody else. Everybody else is just kind of window dressing, standing around those three guys. But when LeBron is out, now everybody kind of gets an equal equal shake. I mean, not that AD and and, and Russ don't dominate, but they know to get other players involved, and you got a bunch of guys contributing, and it's it's kind of fun to watch it, to be honest with you, but at the end of the day, you know, of course you're right. They can't win without LeBron in the long run, and so, uh, you know, they got to prepare for him, but at at the same time, he's going to be gone. He's, you know, he hasn't shown that he can stay, stay around much this season so far, so they better get used to playing without him. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sure this this whole latest, you know, COVID thing is obviously out of his control. And I'm sure he's extremely frustrated because he had just come back from, you know, his abdominal strain injury. So I'm sure he's very frustrated by this, um, which, you know, makes perfect sense. But it does give me, make me a little excited because I do kind of like to see some of the other guys like Malik Monk, for example. I'm really excited about him. I mean, I think he has a lot of potential. So I kind of like to see the other guys get a chance to really play. But I mean, obviously, do not want LeBron out for an extended period of time but you know when you're when you're watching the games that like you mentioned and LeBron's in there AD Russ is in there it's really those three and then the other guys are just kind of maybe once in a while will have a couple points but they don't really get too many touches too many shot opportunities so I kind of like to have be able to see what some of the other players on this team can do but of course we want LeBron James back as soon as possible yeah Hannah you mentioned Kendrick Nunn and Trevor Arisa look you know, Kendrick Nunn was supposed to be a very, very big part of this game, but it doesn't sound like, you know, he's coming back anytime soon. He's missed the entire season so far. It doesn't sound like he's going to be back maybe until January, the way they're talking right now. But Trevor Ariza, Hannah, you may recall when the season started, I said to you, given this roster they've assembled with so few forwards and so many guards, Trevor Ariza is going to be a critical, critical part of the team. And in some ways, you know, if he was successful, the Lakers would be successful. And if he's not successful, they won't be because he's one of those guys. You can go with AD at center if you've got him surrounded by LeBron and, and, and Trevor Ariza. But it's a whole other game when Ariza's out of there and you've got like Wayne Ellington in there. It, it, it just doesn't work. So uh, Trevor Ariza is supposed to come back, I think, sometime in December. They started to talk lately like he's getting a little closer So it'll be very interesting to see, you know, he's 36 years old, what he's got left in the tank. But I felt at the start, and I feel now, that he could be a key to the season. Yeah, I completely agree with you, which is why, you know, even though the Lakers have not gotten off to the best start and are definitely underperforming, I'm not fully panicking yet because, again... We haven't seen this team fully healthy. And like you mentioned, Dad, Trevor Reese is a guy that I know going into the season, they expected to have a really big role. And it's been unfortunate that he hasn't been able to play at all. And then, you know, I'm hoping he does come back in December. His name has been, you know, tossed around a bit more frequently. So I'm starting to think he is going to come back hopefully in the next few weeks. But then, of course, there is going to be a little bit of, you know, that those next couple weeks, month where he comes back and he's going to have to get back into basketball shape. Because while I'm sure he's been working out, it's still totally different than playing in a full basketball game. Yeah, it's definitely going to take him some time, Hannah. He's missed all of of training camp, all of preseason, all of the season so far. So yeah, I mean, once he comes back, it's going to take some time. But you know, again, they desperately need somebody with some length and he's got that length. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, obviously, we're still very early into the season, so we keep mentioning these lineup changes. Who should be our starting center? Uh, of course, the health has not been there yet, so still very early into the season. There's going to be a lot of changes, and hopefully the Lakers are just going to continue to improve. We're going to continue to learn more about this team, uh, and it starts with getting everyone back and healthy, and so hopefully uh, December, that'll be the month where everyone returns, and then we're able to fully see what this team can accomplish, because I still think this is a very talented team that has a chance chance to win the NBA championship if they all come together, play hard for a full 48 minutes. But I think that's going to be it for today's podcast. Laker fam, I'm curious though, do you guys agree with uh, Laker dad and I that Dwight Howard should be that starting five at least uh, while Trevor Reza is still out, you know, especially while LeBron is out as well with COVID? Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik or of course message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.